Honeypot number two also happened in LA, but it only happened to me. So as I continue to tell you these three examples, you'll see that the price you pay for falling for the honeypot increases. So the first, you know, we got some great food. We got great service. It was sweet, you know, so the 20, you know, the tip, whatever, you know, I, I know that uh, waitresses work for their tips. So I always try to be super generous. Yep. Example number two. I get to LA and I'm trying to find a dentist. My friend who's in, uh, been in LA says, I go to uh, Beverly Hills Dental blah bitty blah. I go, okay, I can check it out. I'll try it, you know. And they're great, you know. They're a little expensive, but, you know, you get quality work. And I'm all for that. So, for one, it's in Beverly Hills. So, I know it's going to be expensive. Once she said Beverly Hills, I was like, okay, I'm about to pay. Yep. But at least if you get quality work, especially when it comes to your teeth, then it's, it's fine to pay. So, I go in. The office is amazing. The service is amazing. Sparkling water, flat water. We also have fruit juice if you want, whatever, right? So they take care of you. They have the they have everything down pat. Everything looks really clean, so you don't think about, you know, dirty utensils in your mouth. So I get cleaned. I get the cleaning and everything. And the doctor says, I noticed you grind you grind your teeth. I go, Yeah, I think I grind when I sleep and at times when I'm in traffic. Because if anyone's been to L.A., you know that there's a shit ton of traffic in L.A. Yep. So she goes, I think you need a custom mouth guard. What? And I'm like, eh, I don't really think so. This and that. We're going to send in our technician. Right. Bruh. Martinez, our technician. And Mr. L- uh, Martinez is going to explain uh, about the mouth guard and whatever. So I go, OK. I'm just going to say no, whatever. The door opens. In walks a tall, curvy, youthful, it's probably about mid-20s, late-20s, attractive, extremely attractive technician, dental technician. Perfect. Miss Martinez. First of all, she comes in and immediately starts with the pleasantries. Compliments my shoes. Tells me I have a nice smile. Oh, my God. Um... Have you had braces? All of this shit, all this pandering. You have great teeth. And and she's touching me on my wrist, on the shoulder and everything. And, and then she goes into the thing about how interest, um, how important this mouth guard is. The mouth guard is so important. You have beautiful teeth. You have to make sure that you hold on to those teeth. We don't want you to grind them down and stop that beautiful smile. Really laying it on thick. But me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Inside... But my mouth says, okay, I'll do the mouth guard. That fucking mouth guard was $550. What? And when you have a mouth guard in and you try to sleep, it's very difficult to sleep with a mouth guard on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Unless you're totally knocked out and passed out, extremely exhausted, then it doesn't matter. You know, when I'm really, when I'm really exhausted and knocked out i don't move i stay in the same spot for like seven eight straight hours unless i have to pee so after all of that she gets me to sign on the dotted line and i don't really want to upset her because she's so sweet and she's so she's complimenting me you know and she's young and hot that's what gets the honey pot young and hot for the honey pot 
So after I leave, they do the impression. I come back, I get it. And when I step back into the office and I'm going to pick the mouth guard up, I feel like such a douchebag because I know that she was sent in specifically for the honeypot. Because I'm looking around the office, I don't see her doing anything else. I don't even see her. It's like they kept her in a little fucking closet and then uh, rang, it's time. Technician Martinez, come on out and do your job. Fucking honeypot. I wonder if they've got like a hot uh, dude in the office too, to honeypot women. So that's my second example of honeypotting. So the first cost me 20, the second cost me $530. So you, you see the price bumping up. And I told you the third one, I paid the biggest price. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. And this happened just two years ago. So if anybody knows me, they know that there will probably never be two or three days that go by that I'm not at the gym working out. I'm a workout aholic. It's a part of my life. Like some people have coffee every day. I work out like almost every day, like six days a week because it's just something that I grew, I grew up doing and it's, it's on autopilot and I feel myself when I'm healthy and moving and doing things like that. So there's a gym right across the street from where I live. And in this gym, they have these two treadmills that I love. And they're both by Woodway. One is a curve, Woodway curve, and one is a Woodway flat treadmill. So the flat treadmill is motorized and it's really great, really wide and long. So someone my height won't feel like I'm about to fall off. And the curve is curved and your whole and your stride kind of motorize it so if you stop running it stops so it's really good to do sprints and things like that so at this gym and especially being someone that's always aware of his surroundings that's why i didn't get shanked in new york growing up because i'm always aware everybody's shady to me in new york yo man what i just want to know where the a train is it's up the block man go up two blocks and then make a right and you'll see it now get the fuck out of here that's my style. Bing bong. But on the inside, because on the outside, I'm like, oh, yo, it's just up the block, um, you know, two blocks and you make a right. You good? All right, peace. All right. But inside, I'm fucking raw. Right. <laughs> so I noticed that there's this tall, curly head. She's a runner. So, and anytime someone's doing something super athletic and they're in their element, it's very attractive. When I first met my wife, she was doing double sessions. And already I had like a chub from doing the double sessions. I saw her in the morning on the thing, on the elliptical doing her shit, you know, looking all cute. And I did the walk by to check her out. And I was like, yo, hot, right? And then later on, I saw her that night coming out of the, the swimming pool. And she had like a fucking one piece on fucking shoulders and arms and you know anybody knows anybody that knows my wife knows that she carries body she carries body with her right yep. so getting back to the story so this girl is a runner and i know she loves that treadmill and i know being a gym goer that everybody has their own routine they like their specific machine they like to shoot on a specific rim 
you know, things like that. And when you go to the gym with that aspect that, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to get this workout in. First of all, getting to the gym is difficult enough. So you want everything to go right. You want your headphones. You want to make sure if you have a heart rate monitor, you want to make sure you have that. Your favorite drink to drink while you're working out or whatever. So you have this machine in mind. And I knew I was on I was on this machine and I see the girl walk in and she looks and sees me on the machine and her body language just drops like, oh, fuck. I came here specifically to get on this machine. So she goes into the locker room and I'm I I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, when she comes back out, I'm going to motion to her and tell her she can get on this machine and I'll move over to the curve. So she comes out. I motion. I go, you want this machine? She goes, oh, if it's not too much trouble. I go, I see you here. And every time you're here, you kind of you run on this machine. And I know how it is. Everybody has their own thing. So it's not a problem. I'll just move to the curb. Are you sure? Oh, my God, you're so sweet. Right. And then it's yeah, okay, thanks. You know, and I get on and she's young. She didn't hit me with the sir, which is great because the sir is the best. That's when young girls tell old dudes that they're fucking old. And I see you as old because you might not see yourself as old because you see yourself every day. But someone that's 20, if they're looking at me, they see an old dude. So simple as that. It doesn't matter how good I look or how many people say, oh, my God, I can't believe you're such and such old. You look blah, bitty, blah, lower number. You look blah, bitty, blah. They young people see us as fucking old. So when young girls hit you with the sir. That means you got no shot, even if it doesn't matter, single or not, in shape or not, hit you with the sir, back that ass up. You learn something every day. So she doesn't hit me with the sir. She goes, oh, my God, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. I go, yeah, thank you. So I'm doing sprints. I said, you know, I did my warm up over here. I'm going to do some sprints on the curve. So I'm sprinting. You know, and she's right next to me. So obviously I'm going to show that. You know, I'm going to bring the athleticism out. Mistake. Fucking mistake. Right. So I got five sprints to do. I'm at the fifth, right at the end of the fifth. And I'm waiting. She takes her headphones out and she looks over and and I look and I'm like, yes. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so fast and your strides are so amazing. She's a runner. So I'm like, but what she does is before she's finished, she says, thanks again and touches me on the fucking shoulder that did it it was a wrap for that so i she put the battery in my back as they say so i decide i'm feeling good because i get a jolt of adrenaline and i'm gassed up so i'm gonna do some more sprints so this time so i get back on i start and i'm going even harder right and then all of a sudden who fucking hammy Paul but because I'm such a cool dude and I already feel like ass because I should have just walked away instead of getting gassed I just keep it all inside and slowly stop and slowly jog and get off and then I say all right see ya take it easy and then do the walk off no limp nope because I'm holding it all inside It's not about showing the limp on the, it's about the limp that you have on the inside. So the next day I can't fucking walk. And I tell you what, that happened two years ago. And the hammy just stopped hurting probably about two months ago. 
the biggest price you're ever going to pay for trying to act like you're young, but you're not young. That's why now I'm leaning into my age. I'm making sure I don't work out too hard. I was like, what am I trying to prove? I, I just need to work out hard for me and not get honey potted by the touch of the hand on the shoulder and the sweet words. So today's lesson is when you're out in the world, make sure things are always on the up and up. When you see someone attractive, put the guard up. Make sure you don't get honey potted. Don't get honey potted in business. Don't get honey potted in your relationship. Don't get honey potted in life. And that's today's lesson. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Let Me Cook podcast. I'm going to try to get them out frequently. And uh, hopefully the next podcast we can have a guest on, surprise guest. And I would love if you would go and rate, subscribe, share this. Give us a five-star rating. Drop a little something in the comments. Yes, this is the best podcast ever. I love listening to Sean talk about stories and talk about stories. You can't talk about stories. You tell the stories. Jesus. So I just want to say thanks for all the support. And remember, never let anyone stop you from cooking. Until next time. Peace. Peace.